Oh, thank you. Good evening, good evening. It's Valentine's Day here in Houston. I'm Kent, and it's February the 14th, 2018. A different day than we had planned, but it is still time for WWW. That's what's happening in our world, and what do we think about it? Well, of course, our program is very simple. We talk a little bit about USA, a little bit about entertainment, a little bit about sports. We'll take a small break. We'll talk about world things and world events. We'll take a little break and come back and talk about the items above. Again, different February 14th than most people had hoped for. Parkland, Florida, the focus of attention from the nation and around the world is unfortunately Nicholas Cruz, 19-year-old ex-student from a high school in Florida, has gone through that school today and killed 17 individuals. Mix of adults and children, 14 have been injured and are in the hospital and we await their recovery and news about them. But it is clear Nicholas Cruz is the shooter. He has been captured, and he is awaiting and going through the process. All resources are there. Obviously, the school is closed for the next two or three days as the students and the families of the those deceased and loved ones will never forget this February 14th. As the nation once again struggles with, how do we deal with this violence, this senseless violence. It's not going to be a debate. We will never debate on this show, but we certainly will talk about the ideas on the topic, but we also want to say once again our heartfelt feelings and prayers to the family and victims and to all those involved. I think the police once again captured this individual within the hour of this massive shooting and was able to stop perhaps even more killing as he had plenty of ammunition left on his person when he was captured. But once again, our law enforcement, as we've heralded them this week, will be heralded again from this program and certainly this desk. The police department deserves your respect. They deserve your encouragement, and they deserve the chance for you to give them all that support. They are a phenomenal group, went into once again harm's way while people and children are running out of danger, away from trouble. The police once again are always running into trouble and towards the danger. We must give them that credit and we must again always remember that police and the men in blue, men and women who do their diligence to make sure we are safe. Unfortunately, we will never be able to stop the senseless crimes, and I cannot and thought long and hard about it. We'll talk about it more later. But again, we think about Parkland, Florida tonight as we keep moving in tonight's program, and we thank you for being here always. Thank you for listening to WWW. Moving into entertainment, of course, Clint Eastwood is uh, in the spotlight again as his movie 1517 to Paris Uh, Opened last week to rave reviews, a true story about these three young men in the military, then on a vacation and on a Tally's train from Amsterdam to Paris, stopped a would-be terrorist, just like happened today. And sure enough, they're a good story, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But the funny part is, Clint Eastwood in an interview would say, I just hate selfies. Every time, this, you know, I'm good with the fans and I like my fans. I'm appreciative, but they just, they keep always just wanting a selfie. They just want a selfie with me and it's just boring and yuck. And I just hate the selfie concept. So n- note to self, you ever get a chance to see Clint Eastwood 
up and personal. Try to take a picture where he doesn't see it, because if you ask for a selfie, good chance you'll get it, so he says. But boy, he won't be happy in your picture, and you'll know it for sure, as he does. As again, we've talked about books before. Great new book by Mike Leinbach, 15 years ago, just here over Texas, the Columbia spacecraft blow up in entry, re-entry, and uh, all that. But this book is a great history and testament to the 25,000 Americans that canvassed the Texas uh, landscape to help recapture, not capture, but just collect all the data and debris from that terrible Columbia accident. We'll be right back, of course, folks, as we only have the five minutes each segment you're well aware of. Right back. Well, again, as we move into sports, we are excited to continue our Olympics update. On the medal count, Germany is now taking the lead with the total number of medals to Germany's 12. The Netherlands, of course, a strong 11 with Norway at 11, Canada at 10, and the USA following up with 7. So we really need to do something about that. But anyway, Sean White certainly did his best. If you didn't see the half-pipe half pipe, uh, snowboarding last night, what an event. Golly, he came from behind once again. He has done now another gold medal. That is his fourth Olympics and three gold medals. What a champ. And a very uh, a good man at that. And he certainly does a great job at the, uh, at the Olympics. So what a great deal on his way. Interesting story about the Olympics. You know, we always used to hear how difficult it was, and so many cities were were vying to be the host city of an Olympics. And certainly the IOC is having troubles when it comes to the Winter Olympics in 2026. So a full eight years from now, they've got the 2020 games covered, or excuse me, 2022, but they don't have 2026. And it turns out that most of the cities that were vying for that host city obligations and excitement have pulled out due to rising costs, frustration, security risks, and whatnot. So the IOC is really struggling to find a host city in 2026. If you know of anybody that has a city they'd like to have host the Olympics, reach out to the IOC. Ah, just kidding. Break, as always, as we move into our world segment. And as we move again, we always want to say thank you to our sponsors. The best magazines to show me where to travel, where to leisure, is just that, Travel and Leisure magazine. I can't recommend it any more than I already do. Travel and Leisure, let, you, let it take you everywhere you ever wanted to go. Subscribe now and you'll get 12 issues right into your mailbox. That's a one-year subscription for $29.99 and saving 58% off that subscription price at the newsstand. That's www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. If you like to use the telephone, of course, be my guest. That phone number is 866-737-8037. Travel and Leisure magazine. Pictures, ideas, information, great magazine. Let's move into the world. 
time to get into our world again and find out what's happening. Well, again, we want to recap and always want to bring you up to speed and follow up. I'm a big believer in following up. If I've shared something with you, what do we do about it? We certainly don't want to leave you hanging, and we do appreciate your faithfulness to the program. So we will follow up Cape Town. We talked about how they were looking unfortunately forward to that day zero which was the day they run out of drinking water usable water water period be the first industrialized country that has no water and really run into trouble we talked about how that the each american uses about 88 gallons i was surprised at that per day and the cape town south africans are having to only get to use or are only using 13 and a half gallons of water per day with that in mind, they've been able to back that up, or certainly their predictions now, that day zero for the lack of water in Cape Town will now move from April. Thought about maybe backing it into May. Fortunately now, we're maybe backing that whole process into June. So they're going to have enough water at least to get them into June, perhaps because of the conservation, perhaps because they're saving it and only using 13.5 gallons per person. But lucky for them, they're backing that water cutoff date to June. So we look forward to that and we wish them nothing but the best. I love Cape Town and I will go back certainly maybe even this year. I've got an idea on a company I'm working with that might have a solution for their water problem and I'm looking forward to getting involved more and more each day. We'll be coming back to you in a minute. We're back, of course. We'll stay in South Africa for this segment as well. South African President Jacob Zuma has resigned today amongst scandals that brought on from his people and the governing party that he is responsible for, the African uh, National Congress, is the Congress that he's in charge of and certainly his party. But he's been riddled with scandals and riddled with difficulties, and so they have asked him to resign. And effective immediately as of today, February 14th, 2018, South Africa will have to look for a new president as Jacob Zuma has resigned due to scandals and pressure. All right, next up, but I've talked about it enough, this Valentine's Day is upon us, and what a great deal if you've got a partner. I saw a great text today, which is pretty funny. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day was the first text. The response text was, I'm single. The follow-up text was, well, Happy Independence Day then. Whoa, woo. Anyway, did anybody know about Valentine's Day? Because I'm going to tell you, it's probably not what you thought, and it certainly shouldn't be. Valentine's was originally... The creation and celebration of the decapitation of Christian martyrs. Way back, way back, way back, way back, they created the Valentine holiday as a feast to capture the Valentine priests and Christians and decapitate them. And therefore, there were several St. Valentines that died, and they all died on this February 14th because they held them in prison and then decapitated them. And that was the way Valentine's was known in our world for many, many, many centuries. And only until we know Geoffrey Chaucer, who all of you may remember from your English literature class and having to read the Canterbury Tales, decided to make that February feast around the dates and matings of birds. And that started the turn 
That started the revolution. That started the feelings. Let's make Valentine's more about romance, dating and mating, versus decapitation and death. And sure enough, we can thank the Canterbury Tales and Jeffrey's novel for the introduction of mating and love in February. So February 14th, I know in fairness, sometimes you want to cut their heads off because they just drive you crazy. But in this day and age, it's all about the love and all about the love making. So I have to say to you, thank you for Jeffrey changing the way Valentine's was remembered. We've talked about it enough. I've given you enough Harry and David gifts. If you had a great Valentine's, I had a great Valentine's in the sense by myself, of course, had a great time with the horse. Midnight and I had a fantastic quality time earlier in the day. I had a beautiful day here in Houston. Was able to have a little dinner, homemade dinner, which I made, which was very good. A little salmon and a little avocado uh, salad and then a little dessert little champagne, and for a single Valentine's holiday feast, I'm happy. So I'll go to bed happy and romantic. Well, at least I'm not decapitated, right? Let's see what's going on next. Thanks for coming. We'll take a little break. As we finish the segment on the world events, let's talk about this. Education. Obviously, education on the minds of many today with this difficulty in Parkland, Florida, savethechildren.org backslash educate the girls. Education changes everything, especially for girls. An educated girl is more likely to be healed and healthy and stay safe. She'll get a good job, choose when she's ready for marriage and children, and even live longer. An educated girl can change the course of her life, her children's lives, and the future of her community. Save the Children is doing whatever it takes to ensure that every last child has a quality education. Her best chance for a bright future is an education. www.savethechildren.org backslash educate the girls. Okay? Reach out and make that happen. If you know somebody that could use that education, check out this website Sponsor for this evening as we educate and have education clearly on our minds tonight. All right, all right, all right. We're back. Wanted to talk a minute about what we've discussed this evening again. Valentine's. I just finished the story about how and where we came up with or where Valentine's originated from. Tell me, reach out to me, of course. Tell me what you did this day. Tell me what your special Valentines were. Some people did the roses. Some people did the flowers. There was a, as I was getting my dinner, I mentioned to you, I was at the store passing, of course, the flower stand, and a lot of men were standing there ready to buy their roses and flowers for their special someone. So it is still a very popular item to buy flowers and have a little drink, have a little dinner, have a little gift. So if you did that and had a great night, it is the last night we'll talk about Valentine's for 364 days. So do enjoy and finish the night strong. Certainly have a great day tomorrow with your special someone. And I guess this Parkland, Florida continues to be on my mind. Rub and hug your kids. If you haven't got a chance, uh, go ahead and hug your kids. Because uh, every day is special, every day is unique, and every day has the chance to be the best or unfortunately the last 
So if, if you know, you're not in Florida and you're listening to this program, uh, I, I wish you nothing but health and happiness, certainly tonight, but I want you to also make sure you recognize the love. We had a big family uh, text. I'm in a group box with my family, and we were texting all night about varying subjects and various things and all that stuff, and it was great interaction. It's one of the first times that the family has truly all interacted at such a lengthy text message game for a while. I won't be psychological, and I certainly won't put the psychology to the test, but I will tell you that these kind of events, like happened in Florida today, do remind us of everyone in our lives. And this family that I'm a part of was talking, talking, talking to each other, sharing the love, sharing the joy, sharing the time about all sorts of subjects and making fun of each other because that's kind of what families do. So if you have somebody close to you again tonight, I wish you to grab them, hold them, and hug them and remind them that they're loved. And if you have children and you're blessed with that, then reach out and go and tell them they're loved. Certainly Midnight heard it from me today enough. He's the, you know, 21-year-old horse. He's a 1,000 pounds, but it's unbelievable feeling of love when I come around that corner and he sees me and he always gives me the old, mm-hmm. and that's a great feeling as old people with pets will know that unconditional love of an animal, but when you have this 1,000-pound horse that always sees you and gets excited, mm, that's a pretty great feeling. But what's amazing to me always is the love he has for me. We've been together for more than 15 years now, but what's fun for me is that if he gets scared, if by chance he gets a bit nervous or sound or something startles him, once again, this 1,000-pound animal races to me. He's either free in a secured area that I have him in, or he's on a line of about 12 and a half feet. But boy, does he come racing and run up and bump up against me. And uh, I can only liken it to, hey, Dad, what's going on? What's that sound? What's going on? Why aren't you nervous? I shouldn't be nervous either, I guess, right? If you're not nervous, I shouldn't be nervous. It's great fun, but isn't it true that those we love and those that we have confidence in with some strength always are those we turn to when we're in a bit of nervous crisis. And you heard the stories loud and clear tonight from these kids that the janitor, one of the janitors at the school, probably saved a group of them, that they were heading in the wrong direction, actually heading right towards the shooter. And he turned them around and said, no, 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 we're going the other way. This is not a drill, it's real. And go back the other way. So folks, just be prepared, be ready. And again, if you have some love tonight in this Valentine's holiday, make sure you spread it around. That's what it's all about. All right, all right, all right. Valentine's is over. Water. Save your water. I just still on this shocking to me. Cape Town is running out of water. But we have 88 gallons per day per person. I've truly, after this story, I've started to kind of keep an eye on it and watch it a little bit and don't keep the water running as I brush my teeth or put in my contacts and kind of get in the shower real quick and not let the water run and run and run and then finally climb into the shower. So I just would ask, just be conservative. We're not in that situation, but who knows what that means. One day maybe we are, but we'll certainly kind of keep it in mind as we think about our brothers and sisters all around the world. All right, all right, we round the corner and we're heading for the house, folks, in our last segment. <coughs> Excuse me. Want to, once again, as always, thank you for joining me on this evening. 
and we look forward to everything. And again, thank you for your comments. I appreciate your notes. I appreciate the attention and the spreading of the word of our www what's happening in our world and what do we think about it podcast grateful to the audience and as it grows in popularity i can only be humbled and grateful thank you for your time tonight 25 minutes of course is the length of this daily podcast and sharing time together well how do you handle adversities sean white of course had uh, an olympic gold went to an olympics had a gold then he had this terrible crash in sochi in the last Winter Olympics and now has returned to the Games determined, bound and determined, dare we say, to enter the Olympics and bring back the gold, not only for the country, but also for himself. Did you hear him say it was a redemption trip? Yes. Did you also hear him say, he said, uh, people have asked me all the time, have you gotten over Sochi? How, how long did it take you to get over Sochi, that accident, that crash? He said, you never get over it. And I think that's absolutely true. So many times, so many people are reaching out both to me and to others. I hear on a regular basis, I need help, I need help, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I need help, I need help, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. And I understand that. But are we learning from these struggles? Are we learning from our mistakes? Are we learning how to get over them? And do we kind of focus again? Forgive and forget, eh, maybe, but learn from the mistakes. I've shared with many of my close allies and friends, I really look forward to the day when a, 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 <laughs> some sort of, of lesson whizzes by my head and I'm able to look past it and say, was that a lesson? Did I just learn a lesson? Because I'm afraid, folks, this, this podcaster will tell you very loudly and truthfully, as always, I seem to learn lessons the hard way. I kick and scream all the way through them. And I'm uh, holding on for dear life with my habits and my feelings and my language and my whatever. And I have to really kind of get over something. I have a, a chef that I once, uh, and I know very well, and he's a great man. And I still try to steal from him a couple of things, not only about cooking, but of course he's a master at having a little fight in the kitchen with maybe some of his sous chefs. And the very next day, go back in there and deal with them as if nothing happened. A real master at that forgive, maybe not forgive, but certainly forget. And so I would encourage you to kind of think about how do you handle your mistakes, your failures, your failings, difficulties in your life? Are you handling it well? Is it difficult? Are you struggling with it? Are you learning from the mistake? Are you learning? I really enjoy, and I say this with the utmost respect but honesty as always, I like to learn from other people's mistakes. I watch closely people, and I have a lot of people in my life that I'm involved with, and so I really learn from their stumbles and certainly don't want them to stumble. I don't, don't misunderstand me at all. I don't wish them bad luck or ill will. But if they've struggled, I kind of go, wow, okay, let's kind of take note of that. And I certainly don't want to be in that position. I certainly don't want to be in their shoes. So I'm going to learn from their mistake. Sean White, of course, made a comment that he did right after the winning of the gold medal, and he made a comment that he wished he hadn't, and he had to go on the, on the TV and apologize real quick. We are in a real sensitive society that words matter, and everything you say is sensitive to somebody, and somebody's going to be offended real quick. So you have to be very cautious and careful with your words. So that's something to learn from. 
So I look forward to your answers. I look forward to you reaching out to me and saying and giving me some suggestions on how have you gotten through your crises, or did you, or did you not, or do you, like me, hang on for dear life until somebody rips it out of your hands and says, that's enough of that loser lesson. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go, let it go. No, that's the Frozen song. I'm not going to sing for you. Don't even kid yourself. I'm not going to do it. Don't ask me. Folks, have a great evening. We're going to, of course, turn our attention back to the news, and we'll see how Parkland goes further if there's any more news or details. But I wish you well. Have a great evening on this February the 14th. Tomorrow is Thursday, and we're heading towards the weekend as we power down and say have a great evening. Good night.